Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Mike. Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How are you? Awesome. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you. We're going to go over personal development, your routines, habits, some business stuff. Uh, let's start off by you telling everyone who you are, what you do for a living, and then give us a win that's happening in your life right now. Sure. Well, my name is Mike Van Pelt. I am a men's life coach in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, and I also have a, a podcast called The True Man Podcast. So I'm focused on helping men be better men, be better dads, be better husbands, and uh, just achieve more in their lives. So a win that's going on in my life right now, I'm in the process of writing a book. Ryan, I'm sure you can appreciate this. It doesn't feel like a win when you're in the middle of it, but I think the end <laughs> result is going to be pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's nice when it's done. And you just got, then you just have to promote it and get it in people's hands and share it with people. That's a nice spot to be in. That's right. Yeah. What's the book about? So the book is going to be called uh, A True Man's Eyes, Achieving a Midlife Comeback. So it's going to be about how we can become a true man in our life. Excellent. Yeah, sounds great. So what what do your mornings look like, Mike? Well, my mornings start pretty early. This is some a routine that I got into a handful of years ago when I realized that trying to get my morning wor- or trying to get a workout in was pretty difficult. I didn't care for it at the end of the day, I didn't care for it at the in the middle of the day. So I started getting up at about 5:15 in the morning and I usually, you know, get up, grab a protein bar, some water and um got a nice gym set up in my basement and head down and get about an hour workout in. Then I go into some morning meditation and prayer and check in with my calendar and get ready and start the day. How long does it take you about? Generally speaking, uh, it depends how quick I'm moving, right? About two, two and a half hours in the morning is, is uh, usually at that point, you know, I'm up, I'm in the office, and uh, raring to go on a typical day. I don't think I've asked this question before, but why, why do you do it? What made you start doing the morning routine, and why do you stick with it? You know, uh, for me, physical fitness has been, and doing something athletic has been a part of my life, almost my entire life, really. And so I believe that physical fitness helps me be more mentally fit, more mentally alert. And um, I'm not going to kid anybody. It can be a grind, but I love that feeling when I get done, knowing that I've started my day off doing something good for my body. And then, you know, for my mental fitness, you know, I like to roll right into morning prayer and meditation, which really gets me settled down and and focused for the day. And I, I just do it because I love how it makes me feel. And the fact that it gets me in the right place to start my day. I agree. For everyone listening, you know, if you don't have a morning routine, give it a try for 30 days. You'll find that you start to look forward to it. It took me a little while to get to the routine that I do look forward to it. I've got a quicker 20 to 30 minute routine that checks off a lot of boxes. And now I have no excuses, but I've had longer routines too. There's something nice, like, you know, especially when it's warmer here in New Jersey, 
I, for a while, I would go outside in my backyard and just sit on the chair and just, it was nice out and just journal. And there was something very relaxing about it. There's something about starting your day off like that. And uh, eventually you do it long enough and it just becomes who you are, what you do and what you look forward to. Once that habit's cemented in, it's really, it's hard to break it, which is a good thing because it's a really nice pillar habit. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. I mean, periodically, I do something similar to what you're talking about, especially when it warms up. I mean, just go sit out on the deck and enjoy quiet time in the morning. It's just a great time to set yourself up for the day. Yeah, 100%. So what other habits do you have uh, personally or professionally that you execute every day? Well, I try to be diligent by using my planner, journaling as well. But I, I think that starting the day off with some stuff in my gratitude journal, I try to make sure that I'm writing down three things that I'm grateful for when I start the day. That gets me off into a feeling of just being you know, grateful for everything around me. And I like to make sure that I'm checking in on my calendar and writing down any thoughts that I need to, to put down at the beginning of the day. But I'm a big calendar guy. I've tried them all. I like having stuff down in, in writing, more so than electronic. I do do electronic because it's important to have that calendar on my phone in case I need to, to change something. But uh, I love writing stuff down. Yeah, pen to paper. I'm the same way. You talk about a comeback. You said the book's about a comeback. Has there been a challenge in your life that you've had to come back from? And, and what are some of the takeaways? And if no, maybe one of your clients, the text takeaways from the <laughs> yeah. challenge that they overcame. No, yeah. So, you know, I think... Uh, if you're doing life to its full, it's is, is, is a lot of times always a series of, of comebacks, turns turnarounds and pivots. For me, I went through a period where I decided to go back to college and, and finish up my college degree, get my master's degree. I was doing a lot of volunteering. There was a point there where I went through a period professionally that it felt like nobody wanted me. And, uh, you know, I was taking a lot of no's and I internalized that and uh, really became a pain point for me until I was, you know, able to realize that, you know, I had all the knowledge, skill and ability that I needed to do my own thing and become an entrepreneur. And um, so that that's what I've, I've done. And, and you know, what I see with men commonly right, is that there's a couple of questions we're always going to get asked. One, what's your name and what do you do? And when you're not happy with what you do, and I wasn't for a while, it can really put a hardship on you. And um, if you internalize it like I did, uh, it can create quite a wound and a hole in your life. So that's one of the reasons why I got into coaching was that uh, I really didn't want to see other guys go through that pain point that I suffered through because to some degree it's unnecessary because your capabilities are limitless. You just need to be able to take a look at the mirror and see them. How did you personally get through it? Like how'd you get, you said you were internalizing it. You were hearing a lot of no's. How'd you push through that and get into it and get into the spot you're at now? You know, really it comes from being around a lot of great people, the encouragement. I was doing a lot of volunteer work. And so I was very well respected in any of the nonprofit work I was doing so that I knew that I was capable. And in my faith life, I discovered that I was, I was valuable 
from the men that I was around, the listening that I did to them, the advice maybe I was able to provide them. And so what I found was that I learned about myself over time. I was able to, I don't know, really erase some of those doubts that I had about the no's that I'd gotten. I came to realize that I was much more capable than I thought I was. I didn't need, quote unquote, a corporate job to prove anything to anybody that I had what it takes to be an entrepreneur. So here I am. And you mentioned relationships, being around people. I think that's a huge thing. I mean, the some of the podcasts I listen to, like Ed Milet, uh, even Tony Robbins actually talks about this a lot too, is hanging around people that are going to challenge you, that inspire you, that that raise your quote unquote temperature, the temperature of the person yep. you are. And uh, I think there's something to that. I mean, I think it's two things. I think, yeah, they inspire you. They challenge you. They, they raise your temperature. I think there's also just something about being around other people that have similar goals and interests, the brain chemicals you share and whatever, you know, whatever's happening, happening subconsciously, it's, you know, masterminds. That's why I'm such a huge fan of, huge fan of masterminds. Cause that, that does help with that, you know? hundred percent. I think that you need to be, and we, I talk about this a lot because I've been a part of men's small group. Women are really, really good about being in community and they love to be in community. Men, not so much. And I'm a big encourager of men finding small groups of men to be around so that they have support around them, a wingman, if you will, around you at all times. Some people call them accountability partners, just another group of men to be around so that you could be in a positive environment and be around people that care about you. And it's just important to be in environments that are positive, that can, as you're saying, kind of raise your temperature, raise your attitude and keep you where you need to be, not down in the dumps. Definitely. And also there's something like when you're in part of masterminds and you're trying to come with a full cup and show up as the best person you can, because that helps the group. There's something very rewarding about that. I found as well. First of all, it challenges you, pushes you out of your comfort zone because it doesn't feel comfortable to push yourself in that direction and try to be as helpful as possible because you have imposter syndrome or whatever the case is. So that that, that challenge, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone that I've found just based on personal experience that helps you grow as well. I would say it this way, and I've had to learn this, right? Because I didn't want to always go outside my comfort zone. If you're living comfortably, you're probably not stretching yourself. Yep. It's so (laughs) nice to be comfortable though, isn't it? (laughs) Well, it's nice to be comfortable, but, and I don't, I don't mean that, 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 that might sound kind of harsh to some people, but if you're putting yourselves in positions to grow, I'm doing a little rehab on my neck, for example. And, um, I like to think I'm in decent shape until a physical therapist gives me 10 minutes of exercises to do. And I'm laying there gasping for air thinking, holy cow, like what just, what just happened? But she's taking me outside my comfort zone in order to get some muscles in shape that need to be dealt with in order to, you know, get my neck back to a hundred percent. It's that same thing in life, you know? Find ways to stretch yourself and expand yourself so that you can grow as a person or maybe a business owner. And when you do that, I think you'll be shocked at really how far you can go. 
And I agree with you. Like when I, when I was, I was just joking around when I said, it's nice to be comfortable. I mean, it is nice to be comfortable, <laughs> but you think about it. I equated to going to the gym. You wouldn't expect to get strong by list, by lifting the same weight every time you have to increase the weight to get right. stronger. That's how it works. And so while it's nice to be comfortable, if you're too comfortable for too, too long period of time, hey, you're probably not pushing yourself. You're probably not growing. You probably aren't as happy as you could be. And so while it is uncomfortable to push yourself out of your comfort zone, that's really where the growth happens. And yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. I think that's really good advice. So Mike, let's talk about, what do I want to ask you? I want to ask you about, in terms of impact, the impact you're trying to have. It sounds like you're, you know, you're writing the book, you're helping to coach men and make comebacks. It sounds like you're trying to live a life of impact. Like what else are you doing? Like what I want to, I want to, you share with my audience, like what your plans are just to get their wheels turning. If they're thinking about, man, I need to do more, or I want to do more, or I want to have impact on the, on the world, make, leave it a better place. What are some ideas you have in terms of like what you're doing and how other people can apply the same thing to their lives? Start where you are. What do you have knowledge, skills, and ability in, and what are you passionate about? Mm. You know, I was working with a client recently, and he's um, in the middle of some job transition, and he said to me, well, here's my elevator speech. And then I said, well, what do you really want to do? And he went on for about five minutes, and I said, did you see the difference between your head and your heart? Mm. So find out what you're, get in touch with your heart, and find out what it is that you love to do? Is it a volunteer thing? Is it being a part of a nonprofit? For me, and this circles back to community, I was uh, on a call with the book company that I'm writing the book with yesterday. And all of a sudden, things went from writing a book to, well, we need a true man magazine and blah, blah, blah. And, and so there were several other things that came out of that. And you know, what I got out of that conversation was, and, and I don't know how much of that will really happen, but the point is, is that when I was on that call, they were really thinking big. And that caused me to start thinking a little bit bigger. And so what are the capabilities? What's ahead for the True Man brand? There's a lot of things that we're talking about and building on because it's important for me to get in front of men that may be asking themselves questions like, is there more to life than this? Am I the man I really want to be? I mean, those are hard questions to ask in your midlife, which is really, you know, kind of my target audience. And so, and it's also at that point where men are asking a lot of those questions, those deep questions, because they're at a point where they're far enough along in their life that they don't want to live a life of regret. But, you know, you start thinking about how can I make a difference in the world? How can I leave the world? How can I leave a legacy? And those are things that I want to be a part of introducing other men to. They're not already thinking about that. Or if they are thinking about it, how can we bring clarification around what that looks like? And those are things I hope to be a part of in the future. Sounds like an excellent mission. Mike, I've got one last question for you. It's going to be relevant to what you do. Speaking to the men that listen to my show, my last question for you is what are one or two character traits that you think are really critical for a man to have? Well, integrity. <laughs> Wait, say, say one more time. Integrity, uh, for sure. Do what you say you're going to do and, and um, uh, do it truthfully and honestly. The other word that you're just really, I don't always say this, but uh, probably should. I think love 
is such an important word. It's uh, one of the most used words in the Bible, as a matter of fact. And, you know, we've kind of gone through a period of time in this country, and maybe even globally, as we see some of the things going on around the world, where things don't always feel very loving. But love is really the driving force behind all our relationships and everything that we do. And if we love and care for each other, we can be the best giver we can be versus a taker. But those are the two words that come to my mind. Love it. Fantastic way to end this conversation, Mike. Thanks for your time. Where, where should we send people if they want to learn more about you? So yeah, you can uh, send me an email to Mike at startyourcomebackstory.com or you could go right out to the website startyourcomebackstory.com. And of course, you can always catch me on the podcast, which you can find uh, on any of the major podcast channels, but you can also catch it on uh, truemanpodcast.com. So that's how you can get a hold of me. Perfect. Thanks, Mike. Awesome. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.